0: Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Fred and Steve. Steve Jordahl now in the studio with us. Good morning. Afternoon uh, and evening. And Ray. Ray's in Kansas City. We're here. Uh, weather report from KC.
2: Oh, man. It's, it is sunny and beautiful. Is and- it? We got a little rain, and that cooled us off, so it's low 80s today. Oh. That, that beats that 98-degree stuff we were having here. <laughs> Tired of that. I know, right? Yeah, the yeah.
1: ball is on the way. won't be long now. Till-
2: College football is uh, upon us, Tim. That is. It's a beautiful thought. It's, it's a
1: yes. beautiful thought. We have we have lived through a long off season. Yes, we T- have. Tee I, it up and kick it off. I was, amen. I got to confess. I guess priorities in my life you know god family uh football yeah well football college football is going to be number six or seven probably if i had to rank the most important things in my life i get a little emotional about college it's
2: football a little it's a little low i think that's a little low bump it up but you need to be, <laughs> you be bumping it up, <laughs> up. to him <laughs>
1: Okay, God, family, and then what else? Maybe you got golf in there. Well, somewhere. yeah, golf's in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it's, it's, seriously, I guess we all have our uh, uh, what, escapism pleasures that yeah. we enjoy. Yeah. Takes your stress yeah. off the everyday. You were telling us, Tim,
3: uh, you're a baseball family. Yeah, with, baseball. With, with your grandparents, kids coming up?
1: Well, uh, uh, yes, my boys. My two sons played baseball uh, through high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my, now my grandsons are coming along and they're playing baseball. And I, I'll tell you a quick short story. You, is that what you want me to tell, tell them, from Fred? Monday, Yes. yes. Here okay. we go uh, Monday at devotion for our staff. I shared this story. Okay. So in youth baseball, those of you who've been through this, understand what I'm talking about. You, you go from T ball to, Right, with their little cute little kids out there. Nine of them go for the ball every time, right? Uh, and then you go from there to coach pitch, mm-hmm. or some, some places have machine pitch. But coach, coach pitching is when uh, – now, they're developing their skills. They're getting better. But coach pitch still is where you lob the ball. The coach stands out there from about 15 feet and lobs the ball over the middle of the plate uh, so that the kids can – Uh, crush it Mm -hmm. if they can right Mm -hmm. but it's a it's a meatball pitch right down the middle okay that's the idea okay (laughs) so the kids can hit it and have fun Uh, there there's nothing there's nothing really to fear out there the ball I don't think they're keeping score at this point right oh yeah oh yeah well it depends I guess I don't know they do my son my grandsons play travel what they call travel baseball which is
0: my grandson uh, my uh, sister's Grandson so plays that. Well, they,
1: yeah, they keep score. They have tournaments and everything. They have winners and losers. So, but all right. So, here's what I'm getting at. So, you then, when you get through with coach pitch, which is about eight years old, you graduate to kid pitch or what we call real baseball, mm-hmm. right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the problem is that none of these eight year olds can throw the ball over the plate consistently. All right. Mm hmm. They just can't. They'll have to show one strike in three or four pitches, but the other three or four pitches don't. You don't know where they're going, <laughs> and so, the, so the batters realize real quickly. I don't know where the ball's going either, <laughs> and I. This is scary because a, yeah. where's my coach that tosses the ball over the plate? <laughs> I want him back. <laughs> Instead, I've got a kid my age out there going like a wild animal, you know, (laughs) just so, so anyway, it's, you, you, so the coaches instruct the kids, listen, you're going to get hit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You try to warn them. You're going to get hit. Now that, that doesn't do anything to, they're, they're bailing. A lot of them are bailing out, you know, because they know there's a good chance. They're, they're kind of trying to dodge the pitch rather than. Hit it anyway the, here's the funny that happened the other night so Friday night we're at my son's my grandson's game and his third at bat mm-hmm. in in a real tournament kid pitch and he gets beamed <laughs> on the arm it, it happened and so the the funny thing was though because his coaches and his parents and grandparents had told him now, you're gonna, you're gonna get. Don't bail out, okay? You, you hang in there, and th- I guess the concept of take one for the team doesn't register with an eight-year-old when a is flying in there, you know, toward him. But he went to first base. But he's going to first base after he'd been being. His whole family, our whole family, starts cheering,
3: <laughs> except
1: for me, and I'm looking around the rest of the family going he's going to think we're sick (laughs) over here yelling wildly when he's about to cry because he got He got hit. So he thinks you know, so So anyway, but the point was that he didn't, uh, that he didn't bail, bail and go out of the game. And yeah, uh, although I think you're supposed to bail technically, you're supposed to try to get out of the way, but everybody says, you know, (laughs) if it's not you, you tell the kid, uh, Go ahead and get hit so you can get a free pass to first base.
3: That's right. Right?
2: You remember those days? <laughs> T- take one for the team, right? That's Is
1: that where that expression comes from? Yeah. Yeah. Take one for the team. Uh so it could be and for those who don't understand baseball rules, if you get hit mm-hmm. while you're batting, you get a free base. Yeah. And uh, so that's that's the take one for the team. Yeah. But telling an 8-year-old Steve, you need to stand there and don't move while the ball's coming at you so you can get a free pass uh is the logic doesn't add up well
0: i, I remember uh-huh. i coached uh when my son was playing little league i helped coach and we had a kid his name was israel and um this is when
1: uh, they so he were, was god's gift to baseball he was
0: god's gift to baseball well not at first <laughs> not at first this is when they were like uh it's maybe 7 or 8 i mean this is the little are league. you kid pitch no it was kid pitch
3: Kid yeah. pitch, okay.
0: And he every time that the ball would, the pitcher would throw the ball, he'd step out. I mean, he his front foot would bail out. Yeah, of the box. yes, because he was regardless, afraid to He
1: was afraid of being a hit,
0: regardless of where the pitch was. It could have <laughs> right. been way outside. He'd still be <laughs> stepping out. It just, it's just reflex action. Right. I actually took him to the side and and stood him up against a chain link fence where he couldn't step back and started pegging balls and the and closer and closer, and his, his body wanted to jerk, but he couldn't get out, he couldn't get out, he couldn't get out, and I was throwing them inside, and he started relaxing, he started hitting the ball, and he became one of the best, it's because of me, became one of the best baseball players in the Colorado Springs Well, for a you,
1: while. well you taught him, about using using a, a torture method, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you taught him not to be scared of the ball, and it turned out to be yeah. a good lesson there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh anyway. <laughs> anyway, all right, Steve, what do you have from uh, the world of news?
0: Well, this may answer some questions. We just are finding out that Joe Biden has filed with the FEC to run for president in 2024. Wow. this happened today. This happened today. I have the filing in front of me, Joe Biden for president, FEC Commission. This committee is principal campaign candidate Joe, um, Joe Biden and kamala harris
1: well isn't this a formality you got to do that otherwise the press will be saying why haven't you registered
0: i don't know what the i don't know what the dates are we haven't even gotten to the midterm so i don't know if this is early late or if it's around time but as of now uh biden is running for president in 2024 now yes a, I do a long think time but
2: has anybody told him he's running for president? <laughs> I don't know. He's oh, aware of this. Oh, that's, that's the question, oh, isn't it? Oh, touche. Ray. <laughs> well, and I'm
3: sure he all, may not know. <laughs> I'm sure all those Democrats will now want him to come out and campaign with them over the next oh, eight yeah. weeks or so. That's oh, going to sure. happen.
1: <laughs> I think I think he he is a uh, a one-term president either way you go, yes. in view, whether he's beaten about, I don't think he'll run. I, I just don't think he'll run. He, well,
0: he's he, he, he As of now, he's registered. That's that's he, all yeah, we know. Okay.
1: He he can't run. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I, I would, I'm gonna fifty fifty. He resigns sometime between January of 2023 and 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 one year from that. Yeah. Okay. I, I think. I think. Go ahead. We've well, been talking
0: about the flooding yeah. down in Jackson, Mississippi, and uh, they are now struggling with potable water down there, having trouble.
1: Uh, struggling with what potable water drinkable water drinkable water okay yeah
0: um water that you can drink they're they're having to get some boil stuff in action but i wanted to draw attention to what's going on in pakistan i showed you this video earlier tim the floods in pakistan which are historic for pakistan uh the the whole country they've never really had flooding like this in in uh, their river system they've had forty dams that have been breached. They've had two hundred plus bridges that have collapsed. They've already lost a hundred and eleven hundred and fifteen people have died and ten million people have been displaced because of these floods.
1: Hmm.
0: So I just just Well you think of Pakistan, Pakistan,
1: you just don't think of floods. You think of mountainous I don't know what you think of mountainous well, uh, dry yeah uh, but if you
0: get rain you have mountains you have pretty yeah. rushing water <laughs> yeah but those saw,
1: those those pictures and videos you showed me were
0: I'm going to give this to Brent like and ask him to put like it up on our out, of, uh,
1: out of out of the Old Testament or I
0: something. know it yeah. was it was just truly terrifying in fact some of the video had people standing um it was terrifying to watch you had people standing on a house rivers going by and the house and the people getting swept away it was just tragic just just too bad all right um i i know you guys have been talking a little bit about the rhetoric that's been going around i don't know you guys didn't hear this but i wanted to play some of the mainstream media for you and the way that they are portraying half of the country and probably what nine-tenths of our listeners um a, a large majority of our So what are we
1: about to hear?
0: We're about to hear a compilation, a montage of mainstream media outlets talking about Republicans. And we're going to end with Nancy Pelosi. This is from, uh, she here is talking from 2020. Uh, this is a while, this is a, a year old.
1: And then when we get back, you 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 and Fred and Ray are going to tell us why this is important.
0: Okay, I will, I will. Um, cut four.
3: And we have to start calling his supporters, supporters racist as well. That MAGA uh, had, that MAGA symbol has come to represent something. It is the new Nazi symbol. It is the new, uh, could.
0: Because they're not a party, right? They're Sinn Féin to the IRA. They're, they're the PLO to Hamas. They're a dime store front for a terrorist movement. The Republican Party is basically a domestic terrorist cell at
3: this point. And they should be treated as such. There are elements of the GOP that are starting to look like the jihadists. Not a political party. They're a white nationalist movement. They're a fascist threat to our nation. That's not hyperbolic. That's academic. Would have once seemed hyperbolic, but it increasingly does feel like the Republican Party has become a death cult. And it's all about Donald Trump. Party of dupes, uh, party of knuckleheads, party of weirdos, party of freaks. We take an oath to protect
2: and defend the Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue with their allies in the Congress of the United States.
0: That was uh, when she was when Trump was president. That was 2020. I'll tell you why I think it's important. Then I'll let you guys go for it. But this is setting the ground rules for the campaign. This is setting for the, for the election coming up in 2024. It is no longer Democrats up against Republicans, um, you know, fiscal policies. It's no longer, you know, foreign policy. It's no longer even social issues. It is now Americans against Hitler. This is what they're saying is coming in 2024. If you were running against Hitler and his people and the brown shirts, what would you do? What would well, you, you can be- do anything. And this is why I think it's you important. You can do
1: anything to them because they're not human.
0: This is why I think this is important because this is setting the ground rules. Right. This is how the Democrats intend to do their campaign in 2024.
3: You know, if there were some honest journalists out there, when you had guests on that said these things, you would, I would say, okay, give me an example. Show me where Republicans across the country are right. demonstrating to you – Fascism and, and
1: we don't need a, a, a January 6th Redux. Nope. Okay, you've shown yeah. that video a thousand times. Okay, yeah. you got a few knuckleheads who are uh, who are have got lost control of their emotions. Nobody burned anything down. Nope. Nobody took guns into the Capitol and, and, and created a hostage situation. Nobody mm. shot anybody. Uh, nobody destroyed property. Maybe if I mean not not. Not like a real coup or, or a violent uh, re- insurrection. No. So, you know, so I don't want to see.
3: No, I, I would ask them, uh, is it Republicans that are uh, attacking people uh, on subways in New York? Right. Are those Republicans? Are those Republicans uh, that are murdering people in Chicago every weekend? Are those Repub- Is that what you're talking about? You know, mm. here's 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 the reality. They absolutely hate, despise what the Supreme Court did with Roe v. Wade. They hate that. They're making abortion a huge issue. So that's why they don't like Clarence Thomas. That's why they're going after Clarence Thomas's wife, Justice Clarence Thomas's wife. So to them, to them, that's fascism. That's fascism. Exactly. That's the
1: same as a swastika. Yes. Yes. Uh, is having a pro-life symbol. That's right. That's okay, right. I got you.
3: Uh, they're, they're also now starting to refer to the governor of Florida, DeSantis, as a fascist because they don't like that, for instance, that uh, he brought forward uh, the, the law in Florida that said you can't indoctrinate little kindergartners about homosexuality and <clears throat> transgenderism, transgenderism. So if you
1: resist the political left's agenda, you're de facto a, a Nazi.
0: Well, you're using logic, Uh, Fred. You're using – you want to logic them. You want to have a debate with them. But this is total emotion. Uh, um, Ray, this is why I think they're going to get away with this. The same reason that Corinne Jean-Pierre can get away with saying that no one's walking across the border is because the Democrats and the the mainstream media is reporting certain things. I heard a guy on TV the other day talking about January 6th and saying, well, this is why – there's a fascist party when you have an armed insurgents <laughs> that try to overthrow the government and 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 kill policemen then that it, this that, is what you that's get.
1: all that's all untrue but yeah. it doesn't matter right i know
0: because that's what's getting out there ray right? that's what people are hearing and that's what they're going to react
1: to but half the country remember over half the country voted for president trump yep,
2: yep. well Number one, that's exactly right. Number two, though, this language is pre-genocidal. If your opponents are Hitler, right, if right. you're really fighting right. against the fascist and the brown shirts, there is nothing to discuss, right? Right. You just, it, it's time to launch, it's time to launch the Navy, the Army, the Marines. I mean, this is Normandy all over again. Let's go in and let's bomb Berlin and, and just Turn it into rubble. So there really isn't anything to discuss here. I would say this to our listeners: uh, we should all buckle up because, yeah, uh, th- this is we're still at the end of August, Tim. It's going to get much worse, much worse in the next two months.
1: Well, y- you remember, you're right, Ray, uh, and you remember uh, what was it? Who's the fellow's name? Who's the leading one? A- well, the leading atheist? Oh, in this the world? is
0: Smith um... Harris.
1: Harris, Josh, Josh Harris. Harris. Okay, now a lot of people may not have heard his name, but he's very influential in left wing politics and. Did we ho- that, Brent? In the progressive movement, <clears throat> look for Harris. We have he he. Uh, so so you may not have heard from him, but trust me, the people in the progressive movement they know who he is and they listen to what he says. He was asked about. Uh, Uh, Who was it? The Biden laptop. um, Who was it that asked him about that? The CNN. He was asked about the Hunter Biden story. Yeah, and the fact that the Facebook and Twitter decided to to suppress, uh, in the case of Twitter, just ban it all together, the uh, Hunter Biden laptop story because it was weeks out from the election, Mm -hmm. and they wanted they didn't want it to hurt they the those liberal media outlets didn't want it to hurt. Biden. Anyway, he was asked about "Do you have that?" You know what I'm talking about.
0: We're looking for okay, we so, so, it. Okay. So, so,
1: so he said, "Well, I'm going to have to paraphrase." then. he said, um, "Listen, whatever it took to beat Trump was was necessary."
2: Uh, right. Right.
1: You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. He yep. said. He said, "I don't. I don't care if." Uh, of course,
2: they cheated, and it doesn't right. matter. That's what right? he said.
0: He that's was basically. on a podcast called Trigonometry. I've got the video up here.
1: Okay, um, that's what he said. He he said it out loud. Yeah. What it, whatever, whatever it took to beat Trump mm-hmm. was worth it, even if it meant lying, stealing, cheating. Yep. Isn't that what he said? Yep. I mean, sure. in essence, that's yep. what he said, and, and he, he meant it. He meant it. Okay. it. Yeah. He meant it. So that that is the thinking of the people you just played a few minutes ago, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that people who? Uh, I, I think they, they're talking about people who are Republicans at all. Yes. Uh, but certainly conservatives and or people who uh, voted for President Trump. What you do is you dehumanize them. Mm-hmm. A group of people, like Ray said, in history, we see this. You dehumanize them. And then you can do anything you want to to them. That's what they did with slaves.
2: Huh? Sure. Sure.
1: People, remember that? Uh, when, when we... Well, that's what people do. If
2: if, if they're not real people, you can do it. You know, you you can justify anything.
1: Right. And that's so these all these media, these liberal media are are calling people who supported President Trump, voted for President Trump. uh, White nationalists, Nazis, brown shirts, Mm -hmm. and so forth. So setting the stage, as Ray said, get ready. There's more coming for to be able to. To do away with our constitutional rights if necessary. Whatever you need to, do, need to do to punish these people. That's right. It needs to happen. Yep. Next okay. story, Steve.
0: All right. Um, let's end with this. I think we got a time to put this in and talk a little bit about it. But you said you called this one, Tim. Um, there was a women's basketball tournament in uh, California, and a young man – who uh, has been given a scholarship to UCLA on their basketball team, decided he was going to have a little fun, and he decided to uh, enter the tournament. He dressed up as a woman, but it was obvious to all that he was not a woman. I mean, this guy was was dunking the basketball. Yes. Deep voice. He was a man among girls. He was literally (laughs) a man among girls. His name is Jordan Lewis. Uh, and uh, he went with this girl's team, and he called himself Jayla, uh, and he just wiped up the court with the girls and their team. They won the whole tournament. He would have probably wiped it up with boys, too, because he's that yeah, good. But yeah. still,
1: he went out there. Well, Everybody
0: he knew he was a guy. Okay. E- even though he had a wig on and was dressed right, like a girl, right. everyone knew he was a guy, but no one could say anything because they are bought into the transgender ideology, and they would be homophobic or transphobic and, if they and said he is, anything.
3: He is not transgender.
0: No, no, no. He
1: no, was no. He didn't. Even, he no. He just did it to mock. Yes. Yeah. The idea of uh, that boys can play on girls' teams,
3: and uh, also all you have to say is, "I feel like a girl today." <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> you have to let me on the team.
1: Right. I say good for him. Yeah, for for doing that, and if you got a scholarship to play basketball for UCLA, you're one of the top high school athletes in America, right? Yeah, right. So, what's the guy? What's the guy's name? I got to look <laughs> this video up. Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis. J o r d a n Lewis. So he's seventeen or so, and decided there was a girls' tournament, and he decided to join the girls' team, and they won the whole tournament.
0: They Won the tournament.
1: And nobody said a word. Like
0: they knew. Yeah. Every one of them knew they were. T- but they were scared. Dude, but they. Yep. One they were right. scared. identifying as a woman, obviously. Which, which
1: was the probably the point of him doing that.
0: <laughs> right. yeah. He he uh, might have a. I'm betting. I don't know this at all. But I'm betting he has a sister that runs track or plays I just basketball. Heard him, and-
1: I heard the video of him saying, "Don't br- don't break my nails." <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. You're out there on the court and you say, "Don't break my nails." <laughs> oh my word. Ray, thanks.
2: You bet. Thank you, Tim.
1: Well, thanks to Fred and Steve and Chris and Brent, Frank and Sandy. We thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.